Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Andor on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. We'll tell you when we've had enough of your money. <laughs> sure. Disney Plus. It's never enough. <laughs> Disney Plus. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Star Wars. But we own Star Wars now. <laughs> What'd you think? I really liked this. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I think it's what I wanted the Mandalorian to be. In terms of tone, but wasn't. But I really like this. If we we had talked briefly about if we're recording today, tomorrow, or not at all this week. If we hadn't recorded today, I would have watched more before we recorded on Friday. Oh, wow. I'm, yeah, I really like uh, Diego Luna, the guy that played whatever his fucking character's name is, Cassian. And I thought he was great in this. Do you want to tell everybody what it was about? No, I want to know what you thought of it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch more. And it's not because I thought it was bad. It's because I just can't keep up with all the Star Wars crap. And I don't care to. I'm over Star Wars. I'm over the MCU. And so it, to me, it was just like another Star Wars thing. I got to watch for the podcast. Yeah, I get it. That's why I put off watching it when it because I, you know, I knew this was coming out. I didn't. I was also very bleh on anything more Star Wars, but I kept hearing that this was very good and maybe one of the better shows of the year, especially as it plays out. Um, and I really liked this first episode, so we'll, we'll see. All right. You might talk me into watching more then. If if I watch more and it's any good, I'll let you know. Um, but I'm very much, I, I'm not going to probably watch season three of The Mandalorian. I just could not care less about how things ended in season two. thought they wasted a great actor in their villain like it just between that and then most of the mcu tv show stuff is just all kind of samey yeah anymore and honestly frankly most of the movie stuff as well but i'm so gonna go see black panther opening night because i'm fucking excited about it did you uh see what tim burton had to say about about not working for disney anymore no he said he's probably not going to work for Disney ever again because all they want to do is Star Wars and Marvel stuff. Yeah, I don't know when that backlash will come or, frankly, if it will come, given some other media properties that have just been kind of churned out like that in the past. But I, I, I got to feel like it's got to come at some point, right? Yeah. And I don't mean like I, I hate backlash, but just in terms of people stop going because it's all the same bullshit. It's coming. We're getting there. Maybe. But I think that there's enough fresh young minds that ha will be warped into this that it won't matter. And so they'll keep churning this shit out. So like, oh, yeah, pe people like you and me will stop going. But they they'll have another billion kids that will smart people that can't be manipulated, right? Sure, that are just like too cool for shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Now, do you want to tell everybody what it's about? No, because it's Star Wars bullshit. I'll be honest. I at the end of it, I thought 
I really like this, but I was already dreading having to describe what happened in this episode because I don't remember 90 of these pe- 90% of these people's names or what the fuck any of them were doing or why it's important that we're following Cashin in the first place. I know, I remember him from Rogue One. I'm assuming, spoiler alert, he died at the end of Rogue One because everybody did. But so this is a prequel of some kind, but like... Yeah, this is a prequel to Rogue One where Rogue One goes to a planet and then gets in a fight with some guards and kills them in the fight and then runs away. And now he's just trying to cover his tracks from that. But also the whole while looking for his sister, but we don't know why he's looking for his sister. Or even if it's really his sister he's looking for. Right. Or or what any of this means. Right. And also, uh, in the meantime, with him trying to cover his tracks and run away, the... Like, one of the big ups in the police or wherever was basically like, eh, that guy was a dick and obviously got in a bar fight and died. Let's just sweep this one under the rug and not do an investigation. I really liked that scene. The actor that played that higher up, I loved. He did such a great job of just like, we're in the middle of the back fuck nowhere. The Empire is breathing down our necks. And frankly, I I don't want any of this mess. And he did a really, in, in fairness, at the end of it, I thought... Yeah, he's right. You should stop investigating this. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. He was like, "Any, I'm about to go give a report on crime rates, and you know what? I don't want to have to add another crime onto it. And, and so the Rogue One is, like, covering his tracks when he doesn't need to. I mean, yeah, he does, because the, guy, the uh, guy who got uh, told not to investigate is definitely going to keep investigating. Right, obviously, but still. But without... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I just why'd they need that why'd they need that whole scene about how he like telling him to not investigate it? We're just gonna investigate anyway. Like just so for five minutes I would think like, oh, he's not even gonna get investigated for this. No, I think that there's gonna be an extra level of uh intrigue for lack of a better word, but like secrecy that's gonna be on this. I don't that guy's not gonna want his boss to know that he's still investigating this. <laughs> So it's just going to be a lot of him walking down the hallway and the, his superiors going to be like, Johnson, you're not investigating that that thing, are you? Absolutely not, <laughs> sir. Um, and it's also going to be him uh, getting people under him to investigate this thing. And then when, at the end of it, he'll go, but don't tell the boss about this. I want it to be a surprise. <laughs> All of a sudden, the boss is just like walking into break rooms and people are slamming notebooks closed and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he starts thinking that there's like an actual surprise party for him well, my 40th anniversary <laughs> working in the pre-war court sack zone is coming up it's well, yeah. it's really nice of him <laughs> oh yeah to plan this for me you know all the things you said uh that you just made up off the top of your head i didn't most of those came from the actual uh, show oh okay on. well i guess my point still stands is i couldn't tell the difference yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to have things to say about the, for lack of a better word, nerd bullshit. Like, just the the nerd jargon. Yeah. Uh, that's present in a lot of sci-fi and certainly a lot of fantasy. What in the I name just, of Chab was one? I completely didn't pay attention to that at all. <laughs> what in the name of Chab? So who do you think Chab is? I tried Googling it. Apparently, uh, it's been a pre-established exclamation in the Star Wars universe. Is oh, Chob's knob. 
So, so that's still not an answer. Whose job, though? Well, I'm getting there. Okay. That's all the information I could find. That's not. You're There's not getting no there. Job. Then there. Uh, no. What I'm saying is, I, I need you to yes and with me here, Michael. We're writing episode two. Who is Chubb? <laughs> I don't know. I tried googling it and I couldn't find anything. Make it up. <laughs> his name. His full name is Chobert. <laughs> okay. And he has. Four wives. A very impressive knob. <laughs> We're both saying the same thing. People come from miles around just to look at his knob. <laughs> Some people marry him. Mm-hmm. He's not even a god either. Like, yeah. you know, this, this screams, you know, oh, he's the god of something. No, he's just some dude with a really impressive knob that everybody <laughs> just curses by. The uh, elementary school goes on field trips to go look at the knob. Mm-hmm. What do you got in your notes? That robot that he was talking to. Yeah, let's B- get into that robot. B- B2EMO or whatever his name was. Yeah, no, you got it. Uh, Wally. Yeah, Wally. I have a question about robots in or droids in the Star Wars universe, which is if you're just going to have the droid, like what even was that droid's purpose? One, do we know? No. Okay. He seemed like a trash droid, frankly, like just a, not a droid made of trash, but like one designed to pick up trash. Yeah. That's why I called him Wally. Yeah. Why does he have artificial intelligence? Like why can he hold a conversation? <laughs> I want to talk. This okay, and this this is endemic to the Star Wars universe. There are way too many droids with way too much personality that we're just way too comfortable with having them do the shit work. This is basically slavery, is all I'm saying. Go on. Well, so the scene where he's telling the droid to lie, and then the droid says that it's going to take more power to lie. Just opened up a whole lot of questions about like artificial intelligence and uh, and uh, I guess just artificial intelligence. Um, I, I yeah, because like it takes more power to lie. I the the what I gather from that was it was against his programming to lie, and so in order to fight against that, he needed more power. You okay, know, so that's not artificial intelligence. But he's using artificial intelligence to fight against his own programming. I no agreed. Like this, it's goofy shit that I I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm I'm one thousand percent certain that there's some fucking nerd out there that can explain away. But yeah, but ultimately, I think it's just it's hand wavy bullshit. It's what? How can we make a, a cute ish or funny character? But not have them actually be important because all they do is pick up trash and have a taser attachment, apparently. Well, they all have taser attachments. But why, though? Uh, why, why do they all have tasers? Star Wars. Okay. Sure. So, yeah. Artificial intelligence and free will and slavery and a whole bunch of questions about these droids. All wrapped up in just a single trash can that made a funny joke. Right. 
As far as we can tell, I don't even know that he was a trash teen. He's just kind of shaped like one and didn't do anything other than tase those weird pig dogs that ran after him and, and got on him. peed on him, yeah. How long until we get a prequel show about uh, Princess Leia? I would be shocked if one isn't already in the works. Or at least being thought about. The, I guarantee you the only thing that has stopped them from doing that is that Carrie Fisher died semi-recently. Mm. And they're, they're going to let that sting wear down before they hire some actress that can't live up to, frankly, kind of a boring character. But <laughs> I re- so The buddy that he went and ran to to make sure that he had an alibi. Yeah, Brasso. I, I really like that guy. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was the actor or if it was just how willing he was to uh, craft an alibi with him. But I appreciated that. If I came to you yeah. frantic and saying, I was here last night, all night. <laughs> if anybody asks, what would you do? I would ask you why. You can't ask why would be my response. I, I can't I can't make you uh, an accomplice to, to what happened. Honestly, I would... Tell you, okay, and then wait to see what happened next. <laughs> if, like, a detective came and was like, uh, yeah, the deputy governor got killed last night, and <laughs> Eric Schmidt is a suspect, and we were wondering if you knew where he was last night, my answer would be, no, but he came by today to asking me to be his alibi for last night. <laughs> But if it was like, if it was like Kathy and she's like, you know where Eric was last night? I'd be like, oh, yeah. no, but he was here just a minute ago asking for an alibi. I would, I would do the reasonable thing in that situation. Okay. So you're not like a, a Brasso friend. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, not... I'm just, I'm, I'm keeping tally. That's all. <laughs> all right. Of how many Brasso friends I have. I'm so not... far I'm up to zero. Yeah. I'm not your ride or die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Also, I know the answer to this. What would you do in the reverse? Yeah, probably the same. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I got very few notes. Here's one. Go on. Um, So, he gets in a fight outside of a bar with these two guards and he kills them. And then uh, they're talking about it later and they mentioned that they weren't robbed. Mm-hmm. Why not take some money after you kill them? You know, go through their pockets at least. You already killed them. I think for the very reason that that boss decided not to investigate, which was I, that boss, I think, was very intuitive and came to the, the the exact right conclusion. These two fuckwits got into a fight with someone they should like. They started some shit with somebody they shouldn't have started some shit with, and they died. If they had been robbed, he would have thought, "Oh, our." Security officers are out there being mugged. We better crack down on this. Oh, there you go. There it is. I I, I, I really liked that scene. It's, it, it explained a lot without explaining a lot. Did you recognize that dude towards the end of the episode? I don't even know what his point in the show was, but I remember his name being Pegla, and I thought that was a funny name. No. Uh, he was the actor that played Jamie Tart's dad in Ted Lasso. 
Oh. As soon as I saw him, I was like, that's Jamie Tart's dad. And I went and looked him up. Sure as fuck it was. Nice. Uh, also, uh, just based on that guy's face from both that show and this show, I would not have guessed the dude's only 48. I think that's a sign that I'm getting old. That I, my thought is, oh, 48, that's not that old. He couldn't possibly be Jamie Tart's dad. And then I have a thought like, Jamie Tart's probably only 22 on that show. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I guess I only got two more notes. Okay. One, those blue noodles, uh-huh. right? Do you ever uh, watch uh, Binging with Babish? No. It's a cooking show where the guy makes... He, he started the channel just making food from shows. And uh, it's since expanded because he's gotten a lot of internet fame or whatever. But he just did the blue noodles. Oh, he did? Show. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely did. But yeah, it's fucking Star Wars. Everything's got to be blue or some shit. I think there was blue cookies in uh, fucking Mandalorian. Oh. If I'm remembering correctly. It's, yeah. It's all blue shit. Blue milk from uh, the that second Star Wars movie or whatever. Uh, it was just a guy sitting at a control panel eating out of a Chinese... Pretty much a straight up Chinese takeout container with chopsticks because, and eating. Because that is the <laughs> most efficient design of fucking takeout container. But carry on. Yeah. And the noodles were blue, yeah. so it was just like eating some chow mein on the blue. Scarfing down some chow mein. Yeah. My other note is the scene where uh, Bix leaves. She's like, I'm going on an errand. And then her uh, boyfriend or whoever it is uh, starts following her and they're going through the marketplace. And then he bumps into somebody and then he loses her and everything. Come on. Like, how many times have we seen that scene? Yeah, there there were definitely some pretty hackneyed scenes in this show, which is why it defies logic or expectation that I actually liked this. But there there was enough of that for sure. Oh, Vetch. Vetch was my favorite. Which one was Vetch? He was the gigantic alien. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just told me to stand here. Yeah. He was good. There, there was a decent amount of humor in this without having too much of a yuck yuck comedic relief sort of thing. Like even the Mandalorian does that uh, a lot of times where it's just there's a character there, generally uh, Baby Yoda, Yoda or whatever, that just is there to do something goofy and stupid and make everybody laugh. Yeah. And I find that annoying. This one was less annoying. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. That's Leia. all my notes. Leia. What? Leia. Leia. Yeah, I remember <laughs> all when that she, slapstick. Remember when she grabs that gun and starts shooting at stormtroopers? Yeah. <laughs> because they shoot her hair? Yes, I do remember that. You shot my hair. Yeah, I don't have uh, anything else for this. I'm going to keep watching this. I enjoyed, especially the early scenes. It had a Blade Runner vibe to it that I... I thought of Blade Runner 2. I think has been lacking from any sort of Star Wars property. I That's kind of what more of what I expected from Mandalorian. And I get that that's going for a strict Western slash samurai vibe, but it just bores me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any other streaming news? <clears throat> uh, Girls 5 Eva. Got picked up. picked up for season three, but on Netflix. Which is great. Which is great news. 
um, because then I don't have to watch it on Peacock anymore. Yeah. And season three is great news. And just like the exposure that it gets, maybe it'll catch fire. Maybe we can be Girls 5 Eva hipsters like we were Cobra Kai hipsters. Yeah, maybe. Remember when we watched Cobra Kai for this podcast when it was on YouTube Red? Yes. When it first came out, or like, or had it just come out at that point in time? Yeah. Yeah. We were really ahead of the game with this podcast. Yeah. It's a, a shame lot of things. that we haven't really hit where all these other shows have. <laughs> I was just looking. Uh, I got a, this is the first time I've gotten a notice from Google Podcasts. But I got a notice from Google Podcasts. It was like, hey, take a look at, you know, how many listens you're getting on Google Podcasts or whatever. And it's not many. It was like 12 last month. <coughs> total? But total on Google like Podcasts alone. Three a week? Yeah. Okay. Not surprising. Google Podcasts, I, like, honestly, I kind of thought had gone away. So it's no surprise that we have only 12 on that platform and twice as many on Apple Podcasts, I'm sure. Um, but I was looking to see what episodes had been listened to. And one of the most recent, like there were three listens for, fuck, I'm going to find it because it was from two and a half years ago. An episode of this podcast, um, podcast, Google podcast manager, see more data. Hi, I'm see more data. <laughs> Top discovered episodes in the last 28 days for our podcast reservation dogs not surprising we released in september was number one number three was best in dough that was just a couple weeks ago the the mole was just a week or two ago and then the two anomalies were sneaky pete which was from a year and a half ago and castle rock which was from two and a half fucking years ago what, what that was, was number two. What was Castle Rock? Castle Rock was the Stephen King uh, show with the guy that played it, but he was uh, he showed up in prison. He basically showed up in prison one day. Oh yeah. Um, me and Kathy watched maybe most of the first season and liked it, but I don't remember why we fell off. Yeah, he had just like showed up in the wing of the prison that nobody was in, or something like that. Yep. You want to try to write a proper episode two? Or do you want to rewrite episode one? I don't know how rewriting episode one is functionally different than us writing episode two. Given how we typically write the second episode for shows. Okay. Well, we've got a lot already for an episode two. We've got them trying to cover up that they're investigating. Yep. Crob's knob. Chob's knob. Chob. That chob. Yeah, chob's got to come into play. Also, I thought it would be funny. Not funny. I thought it would be interesting and cool if Mm -hmm. uh, there was a climactic scene where There's some circumstance where they need just a little more power for something to work, and that robot tells a lie to get to get it to work, uh, a la Independence Day, where he flies the airplane up into the into the mothership or whatever it is, and explodes it. It's just like the uh, they're like trying to charge something up or something to shoot down a spaceship that's coming, and they're they're like, oh no, we're like 
three parsec voltages short of getting this beam to shoot off and the robot's like i know what i have to do and then like (laughs) the robot doesn't generate power by lying (laughs) oh i'm sorry so we need it to suck power out of something is all i'm saying (laughs) yeah no you're right so they're trying to to sneak in somewhere but they want to shut down a, a, a wing of the pre-more fucking sec office whatever and so they just plug him in and say lie like it like your life depends on it <laughs> they keep and he just sucks him. all the power out of the the office they keep making him lie and then it turns into this funny gag where it's just like uh they plug him in and he's trying to think of something he's like that outfit looks really nice today it's like but it, it does it doesn't suck any power and it's like wait no it really does <laughs> Um, yeah, I also imagine uh, after that scene, there'd have to be at least one comedic moment where they've unplugged him. So now he's no longer sucking juice out of something, but somebody asks him a question and he, un- like, just not even thinking about it, lies because, you know, he's a stupid droid. Lies and that just powers him off entirely. <laughs> or, or he's got, he sucked all that power in. He's just like a battery in his next lie when he's disconnected, shoots the energy out of him. And charges up the beam to shoot down the spaceship. I think that works. Yeah. Episode two in the can. <laughs> in the shitty droid trash can. Let's do a mind trap or two. Okay. Hold on. Before you ask it. The surgeon is his mother. Go on. Deceptor. The famous magician said he could put a bottle in the center of a room and crawl into it. How? Not even looking at the answer. It's just a really big bottle. Nope. He puts the bottle in the center of the room, walks out the door and crawls through the doorway and crawls into the room. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yep, this... Let me confirm. Board game is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yep, I was right. (laughs) It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. When I was a kid, I used to think it was so clever to do the sports bet of, uh, I'll bet you $100 I can tell you the score of that game before it even starts. And they accept the bet and you're like, Score before it even starts is zero zero. <laughs> you had a lot of friends when you were a kid, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I love this one. Okay. I've only saw the last word. Okay. As you approach the center of a turning wheel, the speed decreases. Owing to this fact, does the exact center of a wheel rotate when the wheel turns? Explain, Eric. Explain. (laughs) Explain. Show your work. Does it rotate when the wheel turns? No. Does the exact center of a wheel rotate when the wheel turns? The exact center. Mm-hmm. No. 
I choose not to explain. Go on, Mind Trap. Yeah, it does. Because we said so. No, that's a long explanation, but it pretty much comes down to the answer is yes, but really no. Because what they're saying is it doesn't matter how much how much you splice down the center. There's always particles around it that are rotating, which doesn't answer the question because, like, well, here, read. It, it's basically saying all the particles around the exact center are moving and therefore the exact center is moving, which doesn't make sense. And also, it starts this answer by saying, theoretically... <laughs> Which isn't, which isn't like that's not that's a theory at that point. Basically, this is what I think, which is wrong. What they think is wrong. I think it's as right as what I said, which is theoretically no, because there would be an exact center which wouldn't have to rotate because everything else would be rotating around it. So I both of us are wrong and both of us are right. It's all stupid. This game is stupid. I think you're more right than they are because they're literally saying. Theoretically, yes, because the particles around the center are rotating around the center, which is not answering the question. Yeah. 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 All right. One more. Okay. Maybe I'll edit one out. Maybe I'll edit one in. Maybe. The tallow obtained by burning 10 candles will yield one extra candle. If you burned a thousand candles, how many extra candles could you make? You're, you're good at this. these types of ones. Repeat the question. The tallow obtained by burning ten candles will yield one extra candle. If you burned a thousand candles, how many extra candles could you make? Okay, so at its face, a hundred extra candle, hundred extra candles. However, you then can make candles from those hundred candles, which means it's another ten candles, a hundred and eleven. Yep. Yeah. Want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to this very dumb podcast. If you like the show, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to check out our website to listen to other episodes, it's episode1podcast.com, or you can follow us on Twitter. That's at podcast episode one, and that's the number one. Hey, Boz D, thanks for the theme song, yo. Did you say yo? I did. All right. Got that street cred going, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for the theme song, bitch. (laughs) Let's go. Sell some meth. You you front (laughs) and fool? Yeah. We're the whitest people we know.